0: Today's episode features a blast of the past, the backstory to one of the most famous butlers in fictional history, Alfred Thaddeus Crane Pennyworth, or Alfie, as the show says, Mm -hmm. a man who first appeared in the 1943 comic as an overweight, bumbling detective who would stumble upon solving cases in a comparably Barney Fife manner. How accurately do you think that depicts, like, Michael Caine from the Dark
1: Knight series? (laughs) Not at all. And, like, I've never seen Butler portrayed as overweight before.
0: Yeah, he was overweight, but because the first iteration of him on the small screen, where English actor William Austin was shown as a thin guy with a pencil mustache, and so the comic book was like, "Uh uh-oh, we gotta recton this and change it up, Uh, they had him... I think vacation at a health spa for a week, and then he came back,
1: and he was skinny. Well, this show reminded me a lot of the Teen Titans Go to the Movies, the trailer that Robin sees when he thinks it's going to be about him, and it says Alfred beating up bad guys. Did you expect to see Batman show up? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. I, I didn't even know that this was about Alfred until I saw the poster which said DC, and then I saw the previously which started mentioning, like, Lucius Fox, which... Lucius. Yeah, it doesn't take anyone who really knows Batman to know that that's obviously a big character that Bruce Wayne gets his electronics from in the movies, TV shows, whatever it is. Mm-hmm.
0: The name of the show is Pennyworth, so that should have been an indicator right there.
1: Well, I didn't know that that was Alfred's last name until I saw this episode.
0: Okay. Well, much like Endeavor, or Gotham, or Smallville, or Agent Carter... It takes advantage of the unwritten backstory and gives a little bit more substance to an iconic character to fill in sort of the gaps to their history.
1: Well, I never thought that we needed an Alfred TV show. Did you think you needed a Gordon
0: uh, TV show for No,
1: it's so strange how they give us these side characters, but then they like throw in other people as well that we know, almost as kind of Easter eggs. I was going to ask later on if there were any
0: other people besides Martha and uh, Thomas, but you already mentioned Lucius.
1: Yeah, and I Um, think he's the only other one that really shows up. Martha's pregnant with Batman. Real quick question, does Orson Welles show up? Up? i don't think so not, okay, this episode. not, not yet All no, right. but we have a prime we have like a prime minister who beat out like an evil other prime minister yeah so
0: before you start the synopsis you watched the rose and the thorn season two episode six yeah and in honor of the genre i'm going to ask you to give me a summary but in a more dramatic and epic fashion than we're used to cue the music
1: i don't i don't really know what to, okay well it's just starting um uh, okay so this deals with alfred pennyworth he's, uh, he's he's a character from the batman comics and he is also a secret like agent for london and basically he has to take down a, this is this is uh very unexpected james horwood who is like the villain of in the story world. yeah imagine like a villain turning around at this point. Did you just like search up trailer music or something? How'd you find this? Anyway, okay, it's gonna get progressively louder. Uh, okay, so, yeah, basically Alfred has to try and get Lucius Fox, who has been taken by James Horwood, yet they somehow have gone to London, and he ends up taking out a ton of villains, and they end up getting him, but <laughs> as- as he gets in the car, uh, they- they drive off, and they bring him to the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister is also evil. So at this point, he's being out another evil Prime Minister that he's basically drugged and is sending a lot of threats to, um, and we can find out that James Horwood has a ton of soldiers, uh, Are you calling him Horwood? I think it's Har- Har-, Har- Har- Harwood? Yeah, Harwood. He has a ton of soldiers, including Greaves, who is extremely mad that they're, like, basically, uh, holding Francis Scott, who is an innocent person, um, but hostage, and James Harwood does not want his ambitions to be misplaced, so he ends up beating Greaves to death. Uh, that was kind of a mixed thing, but I was not expecting music to kind of come out of nowhere. So, is that it? Yeah yeah. The, the, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, halt the music. Um. So let's let's begin to dissect what you just said. <laughs> so Lucius Fox was kidnapped in this episode. Yeah. Okay, and he's kidnapped by Harwood, who has no nose, right? Yeah, he has a golden nose. All right. So just to speed up through what happened in season one. Yeah, please. All right. So, uh, so Alfred is like this SAS special air service soldier. ex ex-special service soldier yeah and he wants to open his own like pi firm or something and he's working with the cia there are two weird factions in england right now there's like this group of far-right forces called the raven league and they're sort of like fascist nazis yeah and then you have the queen's loyalists who are loyal to the queen but the far right has kind of overtaken since between season one and season
1: two they were kind of
0: um, uh, they were stopped. But by season two, I guess they have
1: taken over. That's Harwood's group. Well, the weird thing about it is is that the prime minister they showed previously beat out the other prime minister and he's a liberal, I think they say. Yeah, but the Harwood guy is
0: just plain evil yeah. because he he was tortured in the first season until he lost his nose and lost his leg and now he's kind of just more like a movie villain. Yeah, um, very cartoonish. Yes. and he, But other things happened to Alfred in the first season. He lost his... Um, his fiancee who was named um esme and you you watched the crown right
1: uh yeah i saw the first episode you
0: saw the first episode season four yeah that was when they introduced diana right yeah diana is the same person who played esme oh she was murdered (laughs) off here she entered the crown um (laughs) but they also have compared this show to the crown because they both had the queen in some iteration except in this one alfred has hooked up with the queen
1: yeah well it's also very high uppity like there's a lot of just the way they speak is very 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 british British, yeah yeah but how
0: would you uh, compare the royalty just like the way they're presented
1: uh well i didn't actually see the queen that much this episode really does it really does deal just with the prime minister and he's trying to kind of torture the other one um that he ended up losing to by sending then why
0: is lucius fox in the in the mix here
1: well lucius fox basically the prime minister and the queen go to alfred and they say look we want you to get this lucius fox guy because he has been working with james harwood on this bomb that could basically wipe out all of london if Mm -hmm. they are able to he's Mm -hmm. he's
0: a genius he's like q from the bond series that's how they've said him in the past in fact like it would be interesting to see a crossover yeah also alfred has been compared to bond a little bit because he's not only a womanizer but he's also (laughs) kind of he's an english gentleman
1: yeah and he also wants to go to america that's a big thing that i wanted do you know how many episodes are in this season ten 10 okay yeah so this is episode 6 and it's clear like this episode he's said multiple times his main thing is going to america he wants yeah to well leave. he
0: doesn't have much left here because again his best friend i guess now is thomas wayne even though they've had a kind of brotherly disorderly past together. yeah thomas
1: wayne has had a uh, kind of some trouble because martha is actually they broke up but she's mm-hmm. pregnant and she doesn't want to tell him. With Bruce? Yeah, with Bruce, and she doesn't want to. That was such a strange but different way of doing the story because, yeah. as we all know, you know, they die in a movie theater, but how, if they're separated, well, are they going to? a theater. theater, I
0: think it was like a performance that they watched. Not yeah, a movie. Well, well, it depends I think, on I think the iteration, yeah. It'd, yeah, yeah. It'd
1: difference. But uh, basically, the bomb that they're working on, James Harwood, uh, Stormcloud, that's what it's called. It's a chemical weapon, mm-hmm. and the prime minister is like, look, we know that you want to go to America, Alfred, but we also know that you are having sex with someone's wife uh the name of the person is gully troy and he's not someone that you want to cross if that information gets out like we will leak this information if you do not do this task for us and go and pick Mm -hmm. up lucius fox and alfred is like well i guess i have no choice so they go to a restaurant Um, Where Lucius Fox was supposed to be, they basically coordinated it all with Martha Wayne, who was also helping Alfred, and another person, I'm not sure I got the name, but basically, they go up to the people, and they try to reason with them, and they're like, look, we just want to take Lucius Fox, you guys can enjoy your meal and get out of here, but the people who work for James Harwood are like, no, we're gonna, what are you talking about? So then it just turns into an all-out shooting battle, which is why I mentioned when the music started playing. By the way, that music was... Not long enough for me to cover everything in the episode. But once they uh, shoot everybody, they basically take Lucius Fox and Lucius Fox and uh, Thomas Wayne have a conversation about Stormcloud. Okay. <clears throat> that's
0: That gives a little bit more reason to your, your synopsis there. Uh, when, when they get Lucius back, though... Right at the end of the episode? It's like during the middle. Yeah. During the middle of the episode? You then mentioned that Harwood got mad at one of his employees, Gaunt?
1: Right. This was something that happened at the very beginning. Gaunt's, Gaunt's not innocent. No, no, no. You said he was innocent. No, no, sorry. I, I must have spoken. Greaves is the name of one of the soldiers that Harwood has uh, because yes. he has this humongous army base. And Greaves believes that Francis Gaunt, who I don't believe I see this episode, is innocent. And we're supposed to believe that a ton of the army believes that Francis Gaunt is innocent, but James Harwood and his uh, henchmen, kind of, who is really the person running everything behind the scenes? I, I was
0: gonna say, is is Harwood really the main villain here, or is he being manipulated?
1: He's being manipulated like, by? By, by by his henchmen. But what's the henchman? I, I didn't get his name this episode. Oh, okay, all right. But basically, so we don't
0: know the true villain. Was there a person named Beth Sykes around?
1: Uh, not that I saw this episode. Because
0: Beth Sykes has been the kind of Catwomanish villain. She was based on a m- famous murderer Uh, who they've had podcasts about. Her name is My- Myra Hilding. H- wait, I feel like if I get that wrong, they're going to get mad at me. So let me check this. <laughs> uh, Hindley. Yeah, Myra Hindley and the Moore murders. Uh, she
1: and her boyfriend murdered a bunch so of this, innocent kids. So they took actual real-life people and put in this Yeah, story? so
0: like with the storyboard of the show Bruno Heller who also created Gotham he used up a lot of Batman characters in Gotham and he didn't want to do that he wanted to move to London physically like in re- real in the real world and also in the show and he wanted to basically use like London lore and yeah. kind of create a dystopian alterverse where it's kind of like London was in the 60s but also darker and also with like Jack the Ripper and and, and certain characters from just history that, that you can put in there.
1: And uh, and uh, Jack the Ripper, who is the person that the Prime Minister beat out for because he wanted to be Prime Minister as well, is uh, given his... He
0: runs as Jack the Ripper? Like, yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what they call like, like, <laughs> him. Yeah,
1: Vote me, Jack the well, Ripper. <laughs> it, it's funny that you say that this person created Gotham because I was He like, also created The Mentalist. Well, I was also going to say, to anyone who liked the darker, I guess, episodes of Gotham, even though I never saw it, would probably like this show. Because there was a couple things that gave me hope at the very beginning, I I saw this was like put on epics tv mm-hmm. so i was like this obviously is gonna have a budget and it was tvma yeah they could say the f word they can show a little bit more stuff. i was i was thinking more about the action of, of it like they don't have to pull back on the blood or anything well
0: people like really wanted to see bruce
1: getting conceived i don't think anyone wanted to see that <laughs> okay. at all um The Prime Minister wants to torture, uh, I have here, John the Ripper, actually. And John is...
0: Yeah, they're not going to take exact Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper's a real person.
1: Yeah, and he sends him a note that has a drawn star on it and a dead fly in the middle that he's taped I'm Uh, sorry,
0: who sent who the note?
1: Prime Minister sent this to John the Ripper. All right, that's very odd. Yeah, well, because he wants to kind of intimidate him. But John the Ripper doesn't connect that back to the Prime Minister who sent him the note. He thinks that this person named Alistair uh, sent him this note. I don't really know why. I think you're supposed to. He should have signed it. (laughs) Well, I don't think I don't think the Prime Minister wanted John to know was quite him, but he goes to Alistair and this was probably the funniest scene out of the whole entire thing. Alistair is this guy who just has this dog and he's walking and John does this classic thing where he comes up in a car and is like, get in. And then Alistair is like, no, I'm just going to go to the dog park. You should come with me. And then John is like, no, get in the car. So then John gets Alistair gets in the car. And then John takes the dog and throws him out the window.
0: <laughs> throws the dog out the window? Yeah,
1: it wasn't driving yet, but just throws him out the window to, to show that he was serious. And as the car starts driving, he holds a knife up to uh, Alistair and is like, look, I know that you sent me this letter, even though he didn't. And Alistair's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And at that exact moment is when John kind of gets drugged and, like, is knocked out. And then What do you mean by that? You gotta explain it. Like, how does he
0: get drugged? He's well, in the
1: car. Well, what we know, we learn he was drugged later. We probably from something he drank or something. So, but like we,
0: earlier in the episode, yeah. But okay.
1: but basically, he gets knocked out as he's holding this knife up to Alistair. And Alistair is somewhat, I think, that is evil as well because as he gets knocked out, he's like, Driver, driver, uh, John's knocked out. So the driver stops the car, gets to the back. Alistair takes the knife that John was just threatening him with. And then, when the when the cat person opens up the door, he, he kills him, he throws the knife at his head, and the guy just falls back. And then he takes the car and drives off Hmm. and it was and what about his dog well, his dog was actually fine. We see a viewpoint of the dog once the car... Yeah, but why was... wouldn't
0: he go back and get his dog? And then I think driving. that's what he
1: was... Oh, okay. the... Oh, well, yeah, no, the car was driving by the time that the dog had already been thrown out the window. So I think that's what he was going to do, probably turn back around. But <laughs> just, That would have been a funny scene to waste, like,
0: five minutes of the show on him just doing a three-point turn, turning honestly, around Honestly, and honestly getting with the dog his character,
1: it wouldn't have been too far away because, basically, he, when he comes to the front seat, he sees that the driver had this hat, and he's like, oh, this is a good hat, and puts it on. <laughs> (laughs) So he was a comic relief. So he was a comic relief, but, like, kind of dark comedy. That's Mm -hmm. probably the best part of the episode. This isn't a very campy show. We're not looking
0: at Batman uh, and Robin from the 60s, the Adam West there was
1: some parts that, even though this was TVMA, seemed very kid-friendly. Yeah, I
0: mean, they're trying to appeal to the
1: comic book audience, which is going to be a lot of kids as well. Well, when John is, uh, when he basically wakes up, because we learn that Alistair has sent him to the Prime Minister's office, we don't really see him do that, we just see that he's in the Prime Minister's office. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, We see that John is in his world he's in like this middle of the forest he was buried alive he like breaks out of the dirt and leaves he's hallucinating completely and he's hallucinating zombies that are really security guards and he like notices the prime minister but the prime minister is a lot more monstrous than he actually is so this sounds like the hallucinogen that maybe the scarecrow would
0: give batman
1: yeah probably
0: in fact that's a pretty good guess but it was just such a I feel like everything has to be a callback to the later batman comics in some fashion right because even some of the way that Um, Alfred and Thomas Wayne and the rest of them fight is is somewhat Batman-ish. Like, they're doing Batman-style activities. I don't
1: mean to be repeating myself, but it makes sense that the person that did Gotham is also doing this because it's like, well, we've given the Gordon back storyline. We can even go back further and give the Alfred storyline so anyone who really wants to know about any single character or or main character can get it.
0: It's funny because he originally didn't want to do a superhero show because he had never done one before, but then his kid, I think, is the one who offered the idea of taking Gordon's character and making that the center of the show and, and so he he ran with it.
1: Well, I don't really know why you would take Alfred's storyline cuz his Alfred's was just a cool character and especially
0: <laughs> since because Michael Kane t- said that he was an SAS
1: ex-officer or or soldier that's where the whole idea bred from well it was just such a strange thing to see alfred kill people like the the action was done well in that restaurant scene like i really enjoyed that scene but it was so different from the alfred i've seen before yeah but he has
0: to raise bruce and they kind of want to show how he's able to do so Another thing I found kind of interesting was that Martha and Thomas, from what I'm understanding from the show, kind of remind me of the series of Unfortunate Events parents where they're not afraid to risk their own lives and, and go on a mission and just leave their kid behind. And then they end up dying and the kid has to end up raising themselves right. in kind of a genius manner. And that's sort of what, what, what did we get from that show as,
1: as well. What, what did you think of Peaky Blinders when you watched it? Well, I'm still watching it now, but I thought that it was. I think it's like based off of real people, right?
0: Yeah. Would you see any similarities between these two shows?
1: Uh, except for kind of the time, place, and the technology, not necessarily. When you say technology, is it like steam, steampunkish? I, I, I more mean like not, like there's no televisions in oh, either no one. No modern technology. There's no. Yeah, you don't really hear even that much radio. How about, how about the way people talk? the way people talk does remind me of it and also there are weird scenes like in this uh episode we see that martha's roommate is painting a naked person and although peaky blinders doesn't usually go that right i could definitely imagine that being a scene in something like peaky blinders where mm-hmm. it's just so something scandalous odd. but and, like out of the yeah and martha you know just walks in and it's like why are you painting a naked person she's like i'm practicing my and art. again
0: this is very similar to sons of anarchy when jacks walks I, in on Opie <laughs> painting his are. wife nude <laughs> And then Opie's like, that hmm. never happened. Yeah, <laughs> that, that never that happened. Never happened. I don't okay. know what
1: what Wikipedia article you were reading. <laughs> I I thought I remember watching it
0: <laughs> at one point. But another reason why you might not. Compare it to Peaky Blinders. Is that this show sort of is supposed to be the precursor to not Gotham because London's a real place, right. but London from the from, V for Vendetta, V from Vendetta, V what for is, Vendetta, yeah, V for Vendetta universe. So V is actually a DC character. I think I knew that, but you're saying this is actually a prequel to that kind of in a in a very distant manner, like that takes sort place of, in the same world. Bruno is sort of going for when he wrote this. Mm-hmm is that like it's just that you see with these two warring factions that didn't really exist Mm -hmm. and how things are getting really bad there and how they could end up in sort of a fascist world that the b4 vendetta character was in in the movie and it's funny because james purefoy who's in second season i'm not sure if he's in this episode but you've seen him in sex education he's happen happen leonard the following he played like the evil guy and in rome he was a main character he also like He played V in V for Vendetta. Originally, he was supposed to be the main character, but then he left as an uncredited role because he had creative differences and people thought maybe that he was going for the um, Bond character in in the movies
1: when they first came out. Um, With it, V for Vendetta, so they recast V for Vendetta. Well,
0: actually, they didn't recast. Well, they recast him for, a, but they kept his scenes in there. They just had oh, okay. uh, someone talk over. Dubbed, him. dubbed, yeah, because yeah, you really he was don't dubbed. see V for Vendetta that much. But it's funny because
1: he played V. Now he's in a show that's supposed that's to take place in the same world. SV. And, and 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 I'll say this this was very cinematic in terms of the sets that they had. Like there could be two characters talking throughout the whole entire episode and there would be these humongous sets like even when Alfred. Gotham got some pretty good reviews for how it looked too. Well when Alfred is speaking to Sandra who I believe was maybe a love interest of his at one time Everybody's love interest. Yeah. Even Martha was. <laughs> well she she pronounces kind of her love to him but th- it takes place at the very beginning of the episode and it's on this like humongous theater stage. It's uh, They use it like throughout the episode but it's mm-hmm. just Huge, and even in the restaurant scene, it like looked really well, and the cinematography was done. Would you watch but more of the well. show? Ah, uh, I mean, it would kind of depend because here's. But a... Let me tell you, they did a huge twist at the
0: end of the last season. They had him kill his own father
1: because it's... oh, that's why his father died. Yeah, because he speaks to his mother, and his mother agrees to go to America with him.
0: Yeah, so at the end of the season, his father and him had had like sort of a tense relationship, but his father really liked his fiance, not in a weird way, right. but but so they connected over that, and at the end of the season. His father apologizes to him, but then goes and tries to blow up the parliament, I think, because he is actually one of those right-wing people in 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 disguise. And so then Alfred has to go stop him, and they have this kind of like... Please don't do this, dad. Oh, and the dad's like, I'm so sorry. And then he's like, bam, bam, and you're dead.
1: Well, the, <laughs> the thing is, is that everything except for the writing, not that the Ryan was awful, was done well in the show. The thing about the writing is, and that's the re- real reason I watch a lot of TV shows if the writing is good and everything else as well. The thing is, is that it's all over the place. And that's not a bad thing, necessarily, because you get some interesting story arcs. But there's just so much going on that I'm not sure if I would really be, like, if I have enough to get through the whole entire series. Mm-hmm. So. And I can't tell you
0: everything that happened in the last five episodes. Because season two, it it did come out um, in sparses. Like, there were four episodes, I think, in December. And then they took a little break. And now they're coming out again now. But uh, besides knowing that Lucius Fox was introduced this season and that he's trying to get to America, like you said, there's there's not a lot of information to go off. So, So do you know if it was shot during COVID at all? oh no i don't <laughs> i know that that well yeah i do know that they must have shot it during covid because in one of the zoom interviews i saw they hadn't even received all the scripts yet so
1: yeah and it seems like the scenes that were shot had like minimal people in them i i was really glad to see that this wasn't another cw show because that's what i thought this was from the poster and i was like how yeah, the many poster DC, does look like a how many dc things <laughs> are they going to have i just did the flash you know but so when i saw this i was glad to see that it was something different and i guess that's the biggest compliment i can give it it's definitely better than any of the cw shows. does it
0: impress you as uh, alfred you said you didn't expect to see a lot of him but he comes across a lot more like a stronger character than say like woodhouse and archer
1: yeah no he he does come across as a strong character i think that the actor did a good job Uh, this is another one of those shows where i feel like you kind of really have to be on board with that character and you want that actor to do a really great job here he was fine i bought him as a uh, person but it wasn't anything special i don't think it might not be special, but I
0: think because of the mass amount of source material, because I wanted to do a game at first where we were going to like go through Batman's past, but in the comic books or throughout like canon, they have so much going back. I think it goes back to his like 15th great grandfather going back. And then he has like a great, 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 great uncle who was a bad guy who then came to the present and became a bad guy. <laughs> There's there so many different iterations and also just past characters that um, to to blend it into one thing and then give Alfred, like, a main storyline is, is pretty neat, I uh, think.
1: Well, yeah, that's brand. I know that with comic books... Like, it, there's it, a person named Solomon Wayne. Well, I know that there's <laughs> even a comic book out there where Batman ends up being Officer Gordon. Like, he gets a Batman suit and starts fighting crime. Well, so. the Wayne family actually created gotham
0: like they were the people who made it as a, it's like just is, that a so main, is that a main thing in all the comics or is that just yeah i think one, so one of them yeah no, i think and then alfred was a bad guy and then uh, you know alfred died to bane in one of the issues right
1: yeah no i have heard about that and also in the one that i uh, read the dc's he ends up shooting batman when he turns into a zombie it's crazy i think
0: what of... happens is alfred runs over to try to help batman with his broken back and bane's like no 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 and then he just cracks his back
1: wait are you, are you serious <laughs> no i was like, you <laughs> <Can laughs> Imagine just two just, people riding on the ground with continually cracking backs and <laughs> all the shows. The backcracker. Um,
0: yeah, so I guess that'll be a good place to leave it. You kind of explained the episode. We went over some. I some give of the, it. I give it like a seven. History. You give it a seven. Yeah, that's in line with the IMDb reviews. However, there are more positives than negative. Like, there's no real one star bombs in this. Yeah, this, this thing. is no. This is definitely Everybody a show that, that like.
1: pros. The pros outweigh the cons. Cool. Cool.
0: All right. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this one. Bye.